the Trilogy Podcast with Vin and Scott, putting the buff back in film buff. Shubit number 16, Today the Valley, Tomorrow the World, the Cobra Kai Review for Season 5. Gentlemen, yeah. we are the Trilogy Podcast. I'm Vin. I'm Scott. And joining us today is... It's Phil. Always a pleasure for Phil to join us, let me tell you. Yes. And so we're back doing this again. Yet another season has come and gone of Cobra Kai. Yeah. It happened pretty recent, too. It was right on the heels of last season. Remember, they kind of released it yes. immediately, and this has kind of happened really fast yeah, now. But- we're trying to keep up, folks. We're doing our best. Yee. And this is especially um, relevant to the three of us because we're all fighters to some degree. I have a yellow belt from when I was 10 years old. Ishinru Karate. I also have a yellow belt in uh, Taekwondo. You're always ready to fight somebody, Scott. You're really, <laughs> yes, that's you're true. You're always ready to, to mix it up. And Phil is a wrestler, right? That's yeah. right. So, I, yep. Yeah, I know how of, to give and take forearms to the face. Yeah, a lot of biting and yeah. yanking on earlobes, you know. All right, that's so. good. Yeah, yeah. You got to go thumbs in the eyes, too. It's all throat and scrot. That's right. Grab a dick if you're, if you're fucking pressed, man. <laughs> They're on top of you. You got to grab them by the dick. Yeah, it's, it sounds like you're and quoting. Twist. Is, are you quoting someone? No, nope. that, that's just I'm you. just that's my philosophy. If a if a guy is coming down hard, I gotta grab him by the dick to get him off. Me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Phil. Um, in the past, we've really loved this series. It is based upon the Karate Kid trilogy, which we've covered. Yes. All right. So if you go back, you can listen to us go over the entire Karate Kid trilogy and. You know, we felt the need to, you know, continue the story, to follow along with the show on TV. Because it really weaves so much of the trilogy into it. Yes, you know, for it's sure. Not, it's mentioned constantly. It, it informs all the plot, all the action. Yeah. So This is a, a TV show that came out last year that legitimized an awful movie from 1990. Yeah. yeah. It makes you want to go back and see the third movie, but guess what? You don't want to see that third movie. No, it's terrible. It's, it's bad. Awful. And I think they cherry pick enough scenes for us to see that you're like, okay, I kind of get it. I don't need to see. Right, right. You're like, wait, a bonsai tree store? Never mind. Yeah, they're even sort of a little bit reluctant to let nah, you I don't want to talk of... about it. It was a tough yeah. time. I blew all my money in the There's bonsai like, tree store. Here's two flashbacks for you. It's really enough. Yeah. It's, it's Mr. Fight. Miyagi, we're ruined. <laughs> when when they can figure out the deep fake cheaply for Netflix, they, they will do a mocap Mr. Miyagi talking to him about the bonsai store. Yes. The thought had occurred to me. Yeah. I, I hope they do. Yeah, me too. I, I wouldn't be mad. Inside you have strong root. No need nothing except what inside of you to grow. So let's jump right into the episodes, all right? I'm going to give a quick recap of four real quick so we all know exactly where we are when the season begins. Yes. Okay? Let's cue the music, Scott. And go. Where we left off. John Kreese recruits an old friend, Terry Silver, using guilt, to help him take on Daniel and Johnny in the All Valley. Robbie joins him, who's Johnny's son and Daniel's former student. In addition, Kenny joins as well, a new kid who's being bullied by Daniel's son. Daniel and Johnny realize their styles are too different to work together, so they work independently, although Hawk joins Daniel and Sam joins Johnny over at Eagle Fang. Miguel is still looking for more of a father than a sensei during this time. Kreese plays mind games with Silver, who isn't sure why suddenly Kreese doesn't want him to play hardball with Johnny. At the All Valley, Hawk beats Robbie and Miguel is injured, while Sam is beaten by Tori, giving all the karate in the valley to Cobra Kai. Also, seeing Kenny beating up Daniel's son, Robbie sees the error of his ways. It's not easy to be a sensei or a father. Tori spies Silver paying off the ref of her match, who he has bribed. In the end, 
Silver gets the last laugh as Kreese is arrested for an assault on Stingray, who agreed to take a beating from Silver but finger Kreese in order to get back into oh. Cobra Kai, leaving Silver as the supreme leader of Cobra Kai. Daniel, at Miyagi's grave, recruits Chosen, his old nemesis from Karate Kid Part 2, to fight the evil Cobra Kai as the season ends. All right, so... We got a lot of action. Yes, excellent Strong summation. Ending. Excellent summation. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we got a lot of action, and like Daniel continues to not be able to let this go. Yeah. He's lost. He, he yeah. lost. All right? He doesn't know about any kind of bribery. He's lost. You know, he's calling friends from overseas to get involved now. I guess this all, you know, enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, right? so. that's the idea. I mean, that's always the idea. Well, they, listen, show. Daniel and Chosen, though, remember, they did reunite in the previous Right. So one of the kinda, previous they've kind of set this up. Yeah, and, and, and Chosen teaches them a secret move, special like paralysis punch yes. where you can't move your arm or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great move. You tickle him until he pees. You win. <laughs> That'd be great if they did a setup of like, let me show you a very ancient trick that we use. <laughs> totally incapacitates them. Just tickle the shit out of them. And boy, was I tickled as I clicked on episode number one. It's a new era at Cobra Kai. Come join us. Episode one of season five, I've called We Have Chosen, in quotes, Mexico. Nice. So this kind of begins, the first half of season five is are two parallel stories. Yeah. What's going on with Johnny and what's going on with Daniel. Right. Daniel concerned with Terry Silver. Johnny concerned with, like, his family. First glance, or first viewing, my thoughts on Johnny, I felt he was sidelined this season. But it's it's just his evolution. Because in right. the first season, he's just a drunk on the curb. Right. Who yeah. doesn't give a fuck about anybody. In this one, he's just, he's spinning so many plates. And those plates happen to be his loved ones because he wants yeah. everyone to get the fuck along. And frankly, Phil, it's, great. It, it's all that much better where he's kind of got that parallel story where he's sidelined because when he, in the episode five, when he, he sort of makes the realization that he has to help Daniel, mm. it's that much more effective. Yeah. Because we, you know, we assume somewhere down the road they're going to reconnect in the season and it yeah. just came in exactly the right place in exactly the right way, I thought. We might be able to take Silver down for good. Come on, Johnny. Time to get back in the game. Sorry, man. I'm dealing with some family stuff. <laughs> Miguel is... Going to Mexico to find his father. He doesn't, yeah. we're not, he just needs a father figure so bad because Johnny has let him down. He's in Mexico, the wilds of Mexico. Right. Where his bag is promptly robbed by Australians. An Australian guy? Like, what, that's what I, I kept thinking. I'm like, were they afraid to make him a Mexican guy because well, they didn't want to make him like a bad guy? They clearly shot this in Burbank, California. <laughs> and Absolutely. so they definitely went yes. around the corner to a bar and were like, hey, we need some stuntmen. And then a right. bunch of. <laughs> Australian stuntmen showed up. Look, you're, you guys are all a little too eager to just fight people in Mexico. They fucking head down there. You don't know who you're talking to, what you're doing. Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, none of them wound up uh, burnt in a stack yeah. of tires. Yeah. Like, yeah. that Behe beheaded, and the head's left out in front of the city hall somewhere. For you as know? a message. Yeah. Actually, right. in a way, it's kind of interesting that he's an Australian guy, because in a way, it kind of makes Miguel racist when you think about it. <laughs> oh, thank God I met this, you know, sandy-haired white fellow who- yeah. I understand why they wanted to introduce him to- identityless thugs right. and not yeah. immediately make a statement about Mexico. <laughs> right. Yeah. Appreciate that. Right. I see. And we've you. already we already have the other identity identityless white guy uh who is part of the Sakai Kikai Kikai or whatever the fuck that thing is called. <laughs> the pants off dance off. Can we just call it the International All Valley? Yeah, he gets it. I do. Nevertheless, welcome to the Sekai Taikai. While all that's going on, you got Daniel who uses the quote, they're now more of a threat than ever. Yeah. 
A threat to what? A threat to what? They're a karate dojo. A threat to who? Right. Well, I, you know, and his wife's exasperation is like always one of the best things in the show. She's yes. Like, You've got to get over it, man. I, I literally wrote, I was like, starts the same way every, se- every season. His wife is fed up with this shit. Yeah. And I, re- I literally wrote, I hope she leaves him this season. Yeah. And then what happened, I was like, called it. Knew this, like, this was going to be the pushing point. I mean, she goes yeah. away for like a weekend and comes back. But so, you know, he has chosen. And you're really, what's the arrangement here? Have you hired this man to be your bodyguard, your butler? He's well, just a friend. He's helping out certainly with. a butler with yeah. that nude shot. <laughs> Yikes. That's a 20-year-old butler. He showed but, her his butler. That's a, Am I right? Brought his own size on the plane somehow to fight yeah, with right, how'd you yeah. get th- how'd you get those here stuck him up his ass in his yeah. butler you can check a, you can check knives really phil when have you ever checked a knife on a plane i went to disney yeah, but it was a plastic knife. only when i shoved it up my gerard butler <laughs> <laughs> the size feature prominently in this uh season and that was one of the weapons of one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, as we know. Guy who also had rage issues. And there you have it. But I also think that you got the Eagle Fang van is a <laughs> yeah. little reminiscent of like yes. the Turtles van. <laughs> like, <laughs> We got a mention of uh, the karate of Kim Sung Young, who Silver had mentioned in the third movie. Yes. Just as part of his scam to get deep pull. Yeah, to get into to Daniel's world. And they make a point of saying that. It's another evil style of karate, Scott. Scott, it's another evil oh, style yeah. of yeah, karate. Yeah, yeah. Even worse than Cobra Kai. It's the way of the fist, unlike every other kind of fighter. You're using well, no, your they, fist no, for they make things, a point. They make right? a point of saying yes. that this style of karate is based on deception. Yes. Whereas, you know what I mean? Cobra Kai is striking first. Right. These guys are even more evil. They're right. deceiving you first. Yeah. They're deceptive. Isn't you know? that what, like, the second wave of Miyagi-Do was as well? It was, like, deceive them into thinking you're weak and then... Paralyze them. <laughs> Listen, that may have been. And then drink their blood. <laughs> what? Cut into him. To tear the flesh. To wear the flesh. To be born unto new worlds where his flesh becomes my key. Um, and so you have some more Mexican shit. You got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the little touches of Johnny trying to bond with him, like the female body inspector shirt. They're pretending <laughs> yeah. they're FBI. With that. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that, it, it's. There's a lot of dad John. Yeah, Johnny I mean, dad. Yeah. I was saying, I have a note about that for, epi- for episode two where you're wearing the FBI shirts. You're in Mexico. I wouldn't just right. wear that yeah, shirt. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, yeah. What are you doing? Have you seen yeah. Sicario? Right. Obviously not. FBI! Episode two, you've got, I wrote just honor, chosen. So just those two words. The name of the episode together. is Mole. In Mexico... Uh, Johnny's uh, van is stolen. Yes. And he angrily throws a burrito at his own van as it's driving away. <laughs> That's pretty good. I wrote his stupidity is often mystifying sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, Why would you do such a thing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he acts like the idea of like like a, like like Mexicans is such so alien to him. And it's like, aren't there lots of Mexicans in Southern California? Like, isn't the Mexican culture like yeah. known to the to non Mexicans of oh, Southern yeah. California? Aren't you deeply sure. in love with a Mexican woman and her yeah. entire family? You know, I mean, right. he's he's acting like it's just so absolutely alien to him. He can't comprehend. That's it's like if of, I were to see a menorah and think it was an anal investigation device. Or something. <laughs> wow, how many asses can you get on that thing? <laughs> 
don't know if I would have went with anal <laughs> yeah. device. You know, I mean, that's the baffling Phil, stupidity how of How many assholes do you have, Yeah, jeez. <laughs> you went with asshole penetrators. When so you I, fart, I, does it sound like a recorder? It sounds like that old, uh, that VHS thing where it's like, three three horns. <laughs> Can you play me hot cross buns? <laughs> <laughs> On your taint. It's the best place to do it. <laughs> yeah. How else am I supposed to do it? A lot of butt stuff in this episode. Never have I heard such gratuitous use of the word butt. stop. Miguel's father, you know, he just thinks that Miguel saved his kid, so he, like, invites him into his home and this and that. But throughout this entire episode, Miguel's father's, like, really opening up to, to someone who is basically a stranger to him. Came out of the, out of nowhere. Yeah, and really, like, opening up to him and, like, talking about, like, his marriage and yeah, all this stuff. And right? That's when I knew he was unhinged. I mean, (laughs) you know. At the same time, Chosen is fully infiltrating Cobra Kai. And the way he does it is that he convinces Terry Silver that he knows Kyoto really well. Yeah. Like they're sharing, like they're they're going back and forth with knowledge of what's going on in Kyoto. Right. And it's like, you know, Terry Silver's almost like, hey, he seems to really know about Kyoto. I guess he could never be a be an infiltrator. Right. He could they're never the, betray and, me. But they're obviously <laughs> setting that up. You they're know, like, all right, well, something's gonna come up. Yeah. knows a lot about Kyoto. Yeah. And then he gets fucking like inglorious <laughs> bastard. And like, yeah. <laughs> it's like one little detail. Like, Shit. Exactly. Damn it. <laughs> and every time I raise a class. With one of my old friends from Kyoto, we toast. Kampai! So imagine my surprise when my new friend from Kyoto raises a glass and says something they would only say in Okinawa. Say our feet into your Nazi boss. There's a strange red hot pepper eating contest yes. that, uh, that Robbie takes down. That right? I thought was quite reminiscent of the ice smashing. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Right? I wrote absolutely. down, it, it's just like the ice, but dumber. Yes, way dumber. <laughs> way yeah. dumber. It's, it's like instead of Daniel yep. and Miyagi, it's him and them. They're like, well, of course it's got to be stupider because yeah. it's Johnny. And so, yeah, he cheats to win. Yes. Which, again, just shows the Johnny kind of mindset that life is a series of gray areas, not black and white. Right. So it's an end to find the means kind of gray area going on. What I thought was interesting here actually is that they kind of side by side that scene with uh, Terry Silver and Tori Tori. talking about having paid the guy off to have them win the All Valley. Right. I I, I wrote wrote his logic is seductive with Tori. You really are like, well, that kind of makes sense, you know? And then the very next scene it's allowed cheating if it gets you by, you know, like. Right. They no doubt did that on purpose and it was, you see, it, and, and, and somehow they've created a discussion. Yeah. You know, you're like, it's great. holy shit. The Tory story, Tory story, <laughs> it, it introduces like, or reintroduces this weird weighted balance of Tory and Sam. Because when I like Sam, Tory is crazy. But when I'm tired of Sam, Tory's making strong points. Yeah, good. And we never really get them until, I mean, spoilers till, till later end. on. Right. But you're it, right. I love seeing the parallels in the ways that, that they oppose each other. Yeah. You remember lesson about the balance. Lesson not just karate only. Lesson for whole life. Chosen infiltrates and he kind of admits that he should have beaten Daniel. And he's kind of weaving the story of the second movie into this episode, yeah. which I thought was really And crazy. they kind of set you up like, is he going to actually right. turn? Or right. That would be very interesting. But do you do you, ultimately, do you want to see that? Right. Probably not. During the same conversation, Silver like explains his plan to Chosen. And, and he's really basically saying, 
I want evil to reign supreme across this country. That's what he's saying. I mean, it's really over the top. He's basically <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I will conquer the world! Oh, yeah. Toxic waste all over Borneo. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you dispose toxic waste illegally? Right. There's nothing yeah. He ruined Borneo. Yeah. yeah. Borneo hasn't been the same since Silver Industries came through. They'll never Thing bounce is, back. You, look that up in Wikipedia, people. You can be it's the successful. the Quicksilver method. Oh, they can also strip mine using the Quicksilver method. <laughs> and I've killed so many habitats and humans with it. Yeah. The guy knows how to brand. But at the end, it's the old whiskey trick that exposes Chosen. We Not said it before. the old whiskey dick. <laughs> Come on, Scott. Really? Is that the carry, carry, right? Doesn't he say something like carry? And he's like, you would not say it. You would say curry. Right. Or like yeah, whatever. Yeah. Again, knowledge. You grew up with the mud people. Sister. Yeah, really. You don't really know Kyoto <laughs> as well as I do. Yeah. I know Kyoto. He's like, huh. You didn't say curry back to me. He like, does. I don't know. I just in the, the bar game. that I went to in Kyoto, they said something different. Yeah. Hey. Fuck yourself. Where I come from, we say curry, and then you're supposed to say back curry <laughs> to the rage. <laughs> But they layered Terry Silver's evil with not only did he say it wrong, he said it like a poor. Like he implies <laughs> that he said it like, like a peasant. A poor. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So he's not only just he he's, makes, he's he makes a, it a class issue as well. He's a white <laughs> colonizer. Oh, yeah. In addition to he, a, he scoffs so hard. Like, oh, <laughs> wow. What a prick. Little yeah. did you, yeah. you know, you know, something's up immediately because he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, buddy. It made me worried because I never see him have joy express right. yes. it or feel I know. it. Or I was anything. like, oh, something he chosen fucked up. Speaking yeah. of evil, while this is going on, <laughs> Miguel's father shows his true colors. He's Scarface. Yeah. He's what? he's evil himself. Jesus. I mean, for God's sake. Miguel has no right to be mad at his mother. No right. Right. Why, why would she lie about this? Why would she lie and be like, your father was a piece of shit? He well, really was yeah. a piece of shit. I find that yes. the entire thing with his dad is just boring yeah, and it you really could have seen it coming anything. from a mile and it doesn't away. pay off. It doesn't pay off. There's nothing to it. So this is just like a, it's, a it's thing not that he was good, going through. As we talk about the Cobra Kai swerve right. of like setting something up and going, oh, it went a different way. This went exactly the way no. you thought it was going to go. And like they they tried to set up early on that like he's a nice guy. Oh my God, he's a nice guy. And you're like, well, okay, well when does the fucking bottom drop of out? Course. You know, Popcorn and, fart and plot. It goes exactly like, the way you think well, it will. But every kid's got to learn that like being a parent isn't necessarily easy. There's no need to argue kids just don't understand. Uh, I call it episode three, Mike Barnes, baby. Mm -hmm. Mike Barnes makes his return. Finally. Um, he looks pretty good. Yeah. He looks pretty good. Well, you know, he looks beefy. He looks like he's put on some heft. Oh, yeah. You know, he's a chunky guy. He's a big dude. He's, he's a, no young boy. He's uh, no young. Poolside while. Uh, right. No Terry young. Silver takes a bath. Beautiful boy with his glistening muscles in the sun. Where the fuck did he find Throbbing. Him? Where did Terry Silver find this boy? <laughs> Let me just put a period on you. That's Terry Silver in the third movie. Yeah, please do. In the third movie, he was looking for the greatest karate fighter in the country, and that was Mike Barnes. Phil. That was true. Come That's on. True. But so like, no one in the karate circles who the best best fighter is. But, but it was in a black belt magazine. What tournament did he win? The, yeah, that's the, the like the nationals. The TK Senkai. You know. Yeah, the Senkankankan. Early on in this episode. <laughs> Tekken Tennis, right? That's what it's called? I don't yes. think it's called that. Yes. Oh. Skittles Junket. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? What? 
the thing that they're all going to, you know. Oh, the the, 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 the shanky it, it rhymes. Jump up. <laughs> the shanky jump. The shanky jump. I don't think that's the official name. Uh, you know, the turtley tensile. <laughs> tensile. Skanky skrillex. All right. The lanky. I don't need why. <laughs> <laughs> Your style is quite unique. Nevertheless, welcome to the Sekai Taikai. So yeah, they go and meet up with Mike Barnes. Yeah, I love too. They're like, oh, well, let's go spy on Barnes. It's like, yeah, it's a good idea with your name written on the license plate. Yeah, really, you dummy? Right. What are you doing? <laughs> and they're all sneaking real quiet, like ridiculous. You're known in the valley. How are you going to yeah. sneak in yeah. anywhere? Uh, exactly. You, you're on billboards. Yeah. In the show, there are limits to the believability of the situation, and the furniture store yes. fight is my limit. Okay. Well, that was that's your first. <laughs> I feel like that's your first Cobra Kai yeah. swerve. Yeah. Danny hears it one way. But it turns out to be he's just talking about his furniture business, which is pretty obvious, though. He's got you a know, buzz not like, Yeah, he's going <laughs> to, yeah. you know, he's going to, you know. What do you think he does in the back of his store? Yeah. Kill people, <laughs> right, Daniel? Oh, and furniture movers just look like thugs to you, huh, Daniel? Yeah, he's literally They're like, working men. It's like he's got a knife to Barnes' throat about to slice it open, and he goes, yeah. wait a minute. Like, <laughs> I just I'm a slasher table. of prices. <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm glad you said something before I cut your throat, and then you couldn't say anything. Like, <laughs> like Barnes is like, I hate that Italian, and Daniel's like, motherfucker. <laughs> he's getting ethnic on it. What the hell? There's no good. Oh, well, that's just table. a piece of trash from New Jersey. <laughs> And Daniel goes, Daniel says before they enter the place, he goes, he tried to kill me once. And that's something you don't forget or forgive. And Chosen looks at him like, well, you know, I I did that. And that's yeah. what Daniel's like, not you. Brilliant. Yeah. Loved it. Not, Thought it was so good. Introducing you. one of my, the first this season of one of my favorite repeat motifs is, People who've almost killed Daniel LaRusso bonding over almost killing Daniel it's fa- LaRusso. It's fantastic. It begins here and it just continues. Right. It's great. It's terrific. And, and it makes you say, like, Daniel, you need to ask yourself why so many people have threatened your life. Because so he's far. Italian. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because he's Jersey tough. Like, that's never happened to me. And I'm from New Jersey and I'm yeah. probably more of a dick than you were. That's never happened to me. Um, I'm sure it's happened to Phil. It, it, yes. it might have, but I was I was just asking the time. <laughs> really, well, that's why you're the most sensitive about it. You look Italians. at it and you're like, I want to just. Treat you like shit. <laughs> I want to kick him. Uh, hold on. Guys, can we pause here so I can go kick <laughs> Take that. <laughs> it's pretty convenient that Barnes is like is still local because yeah. it's like, hey, let me just settle in the place of my greatest defeat. It's so convenient. It was clear that in the third movie he wasn't from that area and they were he right. was flying Silver was flying him in. Yeah, did he not like Barnes didn't have a home to go to? He was a teenager. That's what, that's what I'm right? saying. He, he was, was a teenager. He's like, oh, I'll just settle in the valley where I got my ass kicked. I think hey. he'd like, you know, I don't know, jump on a boxcar or something and just end up in a different part of town or a different was, part of country. I'm not sure he was hobo-wised at the end of Karate Kid. It Kids seems three. like the way he made it seem was like yeah, I it was, was drifting. I couldn't uh, you sleeping know. in boxcars <laughs> and I had a bindle. Then I opened a furniture store. Then I had a stick. (laughs) And I put them together. And And I made a chair. My best friend was like, I could sell these things. The man told me I could achieve something (laughs) with my hands different than violence. His whole fucking speech there. I'm like, it's a little It's a little goofy. It's a little goofy. I don't know. There's just something about taking a piece of sycamore and just creating something that a family can sit around at a holiday and 
somehow it just feels right. Wow. Man, talk about a 180. <laughs> yeah, I know. All the while, Johnny is be just be becoming even stupider because of the pregnancy, you know? Yes. You know, Miguel's mother thinks she's pregnant, and Johnny just flies off the handle. He can't. Right. He does the classic, like, uh, pregnancy movie thing of, like, I've got to read all the books. And right. I mean, the it, it, naturally, it's a montage. I remember yeah. watching this. Yes, and it's great. Johnny yeah. is in the drugstore when she's got the pregnancy test, and he, like, sees a father with the baby, like, hanging over the front of him, and it, like, scares him. And it was rem reminiscent to me of when Chris. Christopher is on the episode that what's her name is killed in Sopranos. Uh, Adriana. Adriana. Yeah. Adriana. When Christopher at the at the gas station sees like what his future could be, some guy with a mullet and screaming oh, yeah, kids yeah, in the yeah. car, and he's like, "I gotta get, it. I gotta have it killed." And stuff. I got a red <laughs> on her. <laughs> I gotta, yeah. She's gonna die. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do it. Don't. No, please don't make me do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, at one point in this episode, uh, I believe it's when they're going to uh, spy on Mike Barnes. He's like, well, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to do exactly what Mr. Miyagi would do. And it's like, honk his nose. <laughs> Die. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Sam tells Miguel that she needs a break. Yes. they want She wants her to be friends. What? Yeah. And We've all been there, fellas. I, I think the unfortunate thing of this scene is I think Miguel is actually doing some nice acting of like, okay, no problem. And he turns and you can see he's just fucking torn apart. Yep. Right? Like, and he's like immediately going to cry and trying to hold it together. And then you have to ruin that great piece of acting with this stupid octopus necklace drops that he throws, drops on the ground. You're like, it's so stupid and symbolic. And we know it's coming back because yep. why would you drop it outside her house? Where everyone could find it, it right? just, immediately, right on the path. It it's feels not, like Job throwing a letter into the ocean. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's reminiscent of like the classic somebody bitten flowers and then seeing them with another person and throwing them in a garbage can. And yes. then like they see yep. them in a the garbage can and go, what's this? What's and this? go, oh, shit. But like this. Yeah, we knew just, that was coming back. Bleh, like he drops it like fucking Salt Bay. Like <laughs> just off the top of his finger. Trilogy superstar, Salt yeah. Bay. Yeah, right. Drops it like Michael Corleone. And yeah. like, ah, get away from me. Like, it, I just like, wrote Miguel. No human being drops things like yeah, that. Yeah, I wrote Miguel, you octopussy. Yeah. <laughs> As he walks away. On and And then we got episode four, which I'm calling Drama at the Water Park and Charity Auction. Mm. All right. Well, it begins with a swerve because um, there's a Top Gun dream sequence that happens. Yes. Uh, and you think yes. it's going to be Johnny, but it's really Miguel's mom who has this. To, to the tune of playing with the boys. Yeah. 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 So that's a little Cobra Kai swerve. Yeah, but it's kind of nice, too, because you're like. Oh, you understand why they kind of get along because yeah. they're both into that kind of 80s. Right, sure, yeah. sure. So yeah, the, the kids are at the water park. And I, I found the water park for some reason was very reminiscent of uh, Bill and Ted, the first movie yeah. where they go to the water park. Indeed, indeed. Because that was, you know, an 80s water, water park. Water, yeah. It was called Waterloo. Waterloo, that's right, yes, yeah. because that's Napoleon goes there. Right. Oh, I said to myself, like, uh, like, these kids are too old for all for going on water slides. Like, they'd be drinking or getting high somewhere. They wouldn't be yes. hanging out in the water park. Meanwhile, the cool kids were behind the water park getting high by the dumpsters, okay? Golf and stuff is for the young kids. We've moved on to the water park Yeah, now. right. But again, it's still this juvenile fantasy world where kids that are 17 are like, let's spend the day at the water park. You live on the beach. Go to the beach. <laughs> right. What are yeah. you doing? It's It kind of reminds me of Power Rangers, how, like, 
you're asking me to believe that those 30 year olds are <laughs> teenagers yeah. hanging yeah. out at Angel Grove? That guy's balding. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Billy has been balding since and, season one. And, and each dojo has claimed a side of the water park. That's, that's, yeah, the, that's the thing the that's ridiculous. in the bloods of the water park. Dude, the valley is disgusting. It's yeah. fucking. Are you kidding me? They, they love their karate, it's yeah. dangerous. Some sort of uh, mix of Sandlot and West Side Story. There. I don't <laughs> understand that. Because if any one of them had come up to any one of us, we could just peed our pants. It seems like last time, Terry Silver has just devoted his life to tormenting Daniel. Like in every way that he can. Right. In every psychological way that yes. he can. Because that's how it was in the I'm going to ruin your marriage. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> he tries to get into Daniel's head through his wife. He at might the as charity well auction. Her, you know, like. And at the charity auction, Daniel's donating fucking bonsai trees. It's fucking, yeah. I'd rather have a coupon to get my car fixed. Not get just a, three right. dumb trees. Or just get a car. You have so many cars. I've been cultivating so, these three trees to give away at the charity auction. This what? year was really lean, guys. Uh, I'm, I've been funding <laughs> a dojo and fighting against Cobra Kai, as you know. Uh, so all I got is the bonsais this year. <laughs> no Ferraris and nothing like that. Anybody want to bid on these small... Plants. We'll start it at a nickel, huh? Who's got a nickel? Yeah, really. You can, I love they there too. They're like, let's start the bidding at two thousand dollars. Like, huh? let's start it at go fuck yourself. Yeah. Are you serious? It's three plants. Yeah. It's yeah. three plants. I think it's more than that. That's the one thing I was like, all right. It's How a much lot does a bonsai tree plants, cost? But just I to mean, be, I think they're kind of pricey. Phil, go online right now and find out how much right. a bonsai tree costs. They're pretty rare. I don't know how. But he rare. ends up paying what, like ten grand for them or something like that. Terry or Silver, like thirty grand a, yeah, or something. It's a crazy yeah. number, he says, because they're getting up to almost ten, and then he's like, yeah. thirty grand. The auctioneer almost kind of laughs. She's like, uh, well, I guess yeah. if nobody else has any bids, I know, I know she's like, if there's no objections, and I was waiting for a date, I'm like, I want your fucking money. I don't want it. Just as All Daniel right. sits there and seethes. Huh. Um, so a trained bonsai juniper tree is 150. Okay, so okay. you know, so let's a large trained end. rock juniper is 200. Uh, still, nowhere's near thirty thousand dollars. Let's say there were 20 bonsais on that table. Let's say they were all 500 dollars. He's still overpaid, three yeah. times overpaid. Uh, <laughs> but also, I mean, it is for charity, right? That's true, and it was more about him making him look like an asshole. And like I'm right. gonna, I'm right. gonna turn them into mulch. Yeah, you can get a bonsai Danny tree at Walmart boy? for fifteen bucks. And there you have it. Nice. While this is all going on, Johnny has decided to ride, drive an Uber so they can make money for his upcoming baby. Yeah. And a terrible just, idea. No sense of Ubers, <laughs> what they are, what he's doing. Yeah, just it's pretty it's, great. I, I love like anytime they like connect him to a today's a world, and he's great. like, uh, I can't do this. This blows. <laughs> like, I, I love to give her the food, and she's like, Well, I can't eat a cold burger. And he's like, Sure, you can. I've done it a ton of times. <laughs> it was like, Yeah. That's how I feel like waitering. I want to tell people yeah. like, like, oh, well, I can't eat this without sour cream. I'm like, I bet you can. Yeah, really. <laughs> I bet you could. Hey. Don't forget to leave a five-star review. There's a, you know, there's all the conflict at the water park suddenly. Kenny has become a real dick and he kicks Daniel's yeah. son into the pool. He's, yeah, yeah, they really put the tubes on top of him. And they, at least they threw the tubes on him. And he didn't just like, you know, kick him in the ribs into the pool because I mean, he could have really fucked That him would up. be rude. At least they didn't light the tubes on fire. Kenny's being very reasonable, I think. <laughs> at the end of the day. I mean, I, I would kick that kid for no reason if I saw <laughs> his face. I mean, look at him. The lifeguard comes running over and he goes, stop it, all of you, or you're getting kicked out. 
<laughs> and he says it in just that voice. Yeah. It's like, geez, yeah. put a little heft in that voice, lifeguard. I mean, th- this lifeguard very much reminds me of the guy in the 80s commercial about food who doesn't like the new food. Or like the teacher who's like, hey, guys, what's going on? And then like they <laughs> drown him in gum or something. I don't know. Bad. The conflict completely devolves into a water slide race. <laughs> how efficient I don't that get be? it. I don't know how that works. How would a water slide race prove anything? How does it show any skill whatsoever? Are the, right. are the slides exactly the same length? I'll pick our best slider. Yeah, what, are you, what are you? The heaviest person? The right. light, you how, know, like it's, just, it's a weight thing. Yeah, we don't know that they're the same exact size. And why would anyone right. else in the water park care? There's people crowding around and pumping their fists. Yeah. Over what? A water slide race? Yeah. Everybody knows at the top of the hour of every karate session, they gauge who's the most aerodynamic member. <laughs> Of the posse. <laughs> that's how they do it. And that's yeah. that. this is how they determine who's the best one. And I can slide sure. through a tube yeah. faster than you. <laughs> and guess no what? You're, co- you're completely out of control. You can't control <laughs> any right. of it. It's gravity. Yeah. It's gravity, physics, whatever, yeah. what right. have you. And I, it's you'd just have to stupid. Like one go and go like, all right, I clocked you at this. Now, it'd be a time trial thing. I guess. Anything. If you, you wanted know, to like, somehow. It's, they keep it's trying stupid. to apply the rules of fighting to other, other things. things. And and this this episode in particular is probably why I'm like next season should be the last. Yes, because it's it's again it's the kids you know conflicting with each other with conflicts that we are well aware of and have been well established over yep. seasons, and it's just a different set piece. Sure. Right. The water park is the new set piece. They're what? Who gives? Could you even tell me what they were really fighting about there? Just right. because they're Cobra Kai and they are not. Sure. That's that. Oh Christ! Now we got to leave another place. Yeah. It's like whatever leisure building in the valley is there. We can't even fight's gonna We can't happen. even have a good time. Like and there's again, always, always we're like gonna be attacked like everywhere. Things. It's yeah. the carnival, the golf and stuff, the right. water slides. Right. The mall fight. Yeah. Doesn't know, like anyone the- just chill? And she she's sitting by the poolside and they're asking, oh, how's it been since you and Miguel broke out? And Miguel is like, hi, Sam. I blah, 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 blah. Like he's all yeah. fucked up. And she asked me, she's like, oh, it's kind of nice to focus on myself. And I was like, right. It's always been about you. You've always focused on yourself. That is all you have ever done. It's funny because she has this sensory deprivation thing. And you think she's going to learn some big lesson here. And the very next episode is like, yeah, I'm focusing on myself. Like, grow the fuck up. You need to stop now. Because for everyone else, the stakes are higher. And they're doing things for the sake of something they believe in, whether it be the dojo or another person. For her, it's just this whole big self-actualization exercise, and it's like, yeah, we, we actually don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck! But what's funny is, you talk about this being a weak episode, let me tell you, it leads into episode five, which to me is the strongest episode in the entire season. It's yes. my favorite episode. Yes. Well, I have very few notes, which means I probably like it. It's fucking great. <laughs> Johnny tries to get the two boys together, Robbie and Miguel, by taking them to the Olive Garden. And it's like, you know what, Johnny, maybe don't lead with the Olive Garden Waiters Tour of Italy monologue, okay? Maybe that's not the thing that you should... Uh, that waiter was fantastic. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the band, well, they, but... they let him go and yeah. go. Yeah. Gotta be product like... placement, right? Because they mention the breadsticks multiple times and yes. talk about how good they are. Yes. yes. It feels like product but placement. But it's smart product yeah. placement yeah. where yeah. they just do it sure. very obviously. This is my cousin Giorgio from Italy. Buongiorno. Word has it. He knows Italian food like nobody else. So I took him to the Olive Garden for an Italian feast. Right away he wanted a tour of Italy. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. I met these bikers when I was at the auto convention in Vegas. We got hammered at the Palms when we were drinking Boilermakers and sick time. Anyway, the Olive Garden. When you're here, you're family. Now, Scott, I wanted your opinion on this, of course. I think yes. you know what I'm going to say. The next technique that Johnny uses to get the boys together is he creates his own 
escapes escape the room. room. Yeah. So as a former employee and expert in escape the room, why don't you tell me? I do. I did. Your feelings. I did on take that. a note of that. I didn't write much more because I'm just going to freestyle this, baby. My first thought off the bat is that uh, there are many Western themed escape the rooms. Okay. I've done several. <laughs> okay. And actually, they're usually pretty good. Explain to me a Western themed escape room. Well, it's just an escape room with like Western props and stuff. Right. But like there's always a story kind of like he was setting up perfectly how you would be like an 18 so and so this. And then, yeah. they, you know, it's great because I'm like, that's young guns. They're like, God damn it. Yeah. Like Playing in the background. No, it's pretty funny. I think it's one of the better TV takes on it where they didn't fully go into an escape room. They were just both like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> like, Because anytime I've seen an episode where they've like, oh, these people went like, you know, it's always sunny to They went to an escape room. And I think that episode kind of sucks because like yeah. it doesn't represent an escape room well. And I know that's not the idea. The idea is to like joke on it. I'm like, cool. But that's the stupidest escape room I've ever seen. It's very <laughs> simple and dumb. Like, okay. Obviously, you know, from an aesthetic point of view, he really went all out, Johnny. He oh, really yeah. went out. Oh, yeah. The, um, yeah, no, I would play it. But except the fact that, that he had the old lady come in and go, I am Billy the Kid, and here is a clue. Like, no, that would be bad. So now we have another huge return. Daniel's wife is out in Ohio. Yes. Um, you know, she's left Daniel, and she goes out to a bar with her cousin, Jessica Andrews, from the third movie. Daniel's... Significant other, so to speak, his opposite in the third movie. Too young to fuck. Right. Yeah. Played by Robin Lively. <laughs> the storied Robin Lively. Yeah. yeah. Great rapper. She's done a lot. She's of been in so much. She racked Twin him Peaks up. She was yeah. in as well. Teen she had Witch. like a small character. Teen Witch. Yeah. Top was, that. Yeah. Top Who that. Go and top that. Top it, that. It's very bizarre. In The Karate Kid 3, you know, originally we thought that was going to be Daniel's new love interest, but they wind up in the movie just being friends. Yeah. So when you find out later that she's the one that introduced Daniel to her cousin, his yeah, wife. Yeah, because they could fuck. I mean, I, <laughs> basically. I guess so. I mean, well, right. it's his yeah, friend. I mean, it's well, his friend. Kinda. It's weird that they establish it. That's the thing that's weird about it because they could have totally had like a platonic relationship that you wouldn't, as the viewer, would have interpreted as romantic either way. Right. Whether they had kissed or not. Right. Because that's the but capacity she's the girl. she was He's serving the guy. in the movie. Right. right? But it's weird that they have to upfront go. There's no tomfoolery happening here. Yeah, it really, it, it, it's forced and strange. She's in the underage. Third movie. But I've got a cousin I can introduce <laughs> you to, Daniel. Here you go. But the, the premise that she's the one that that introduced them is odd. But because, it's it's very interesting. Be, well, because what's funny is she, it takes her years later at, in this bar scene to explain to her cousin why Daniel hates Terry Silver so much. But you'd think that when he, he she introduced the two of them, she'd be like, hey, I got this guy that I just met. We were just terrorized by this fucking guy that almost dropped us off a cliff and almost murdered him. So, you know, he'd be a good guy for you. Maybe you should take him out. You'd think that that would be the setup to the, to the you know, the yeah, love connection. I, I, I can see that for sure because it's a very big event that happened in your life. And that's how they know each other. Right. Their relationship occurred. Their friendship began during the the midst of this insane thing that happened. Yeah. So she, of course, would have told her cousin, and Daniel's wife wouldn't be like, oh, I had no idea about Terry Silver. Well, I had no clue. I think that's a fair point, and only to really play devil's advocate here. We don't know how long she stayed in the, the Valley area before going back to Ohio, yeah. perhaps. I mean, you're right. Also, when you're introducing somebody, like you would introduce them, you wouldn't go, oh, yeah, this horrific thing happened yes. when we met. I don't think you would mention that. Uh, the point is they get into a ridiculous contrived girl. There's a whole spit take at her. 
Terry Silver? Yeah. <laughs> they get into a ridiculous contrived bar fight where Sam's got to save them. I, I do enjoy, though, I thought it was pretty clever, the story of her beating up the car with the baseball bat. And they're like, what was the nickname? And it finally got coming back, Babe Ruthless. I was like, that's pretty goddamn <laughs> nice. good. And I was like, and she is a fucking babe. And yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, I love his wife. We say it every season, but I love his wife. Me she too. may be the best actress on the she's show. She's a fantastic actress, and she's really sexy in the, uh, whatever, the eighth or ninth episode where they go out to that club. She looks fine, man. Yeah. She looks she, great. Uh, she yeah. is awesome. Thanks for the trip down memory lane. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Does Miss Coastal Elite not like to be reminded of where she came from? Blow it out your ass, Rooney. Oh, oh, you asked for it, bitch. Hey, you can't hide. And then finally, we get what I think is why this is such an important episode. Their stories converge. Daniel, I believe, goes over to Johnny's house trying to da yes, trying to elicit he, his yeah. help. He tries to like fire him up, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Man? And he makes the yeah. great point. And he's I mean, like, "Oh, geez, if you think I'm off the rails, who?" Daniel says, "Maybe we should have fought it out all, all those years ago." And that's what gives Johnny the idea to have Robbie and Miguel just fight it out. Yeah, yep. and it works. I like them constantly so, getting inspiration from each other. A yeah, lot. exactly. Yes, because they're friends, and they don't. They just don't want yes. to admit it. The fact it. that it's Daniel's idea is fantastic. And it really, at the end, it really comes down to Johnny realizing that he can't exist without Daniel. They're the yin and the yang. Miguel's mother says something to Johnny like, you know, I didn't know that you guys were talking again or you guys were working together again. And he says, Johnny says, I think we might need to. So he's come right. to that realization. We weren't, but I think we might. Yeah, right. And exactly. that's a great connection. Finally, their stories converge. Their stories converge yes. and it's badass. You know, but the, the fight between Miguel and, uh, and Robbie is it's great. Terrific. I think because their fights have always been bangers, but this one especially yeah. when Robbie's like, I just get so angry and I black out. I just like, like Miguel's like, yeah, me too. And then they kind of, they have that moment. It's yep. just such a beautiful, simple moment. You don't have yep. to fucking put him in a water park. And while that's going on, that great fight, we got the fight between Daniel and Terry for the first time. Terry Silver finds out that Daniel's poking around talking to Stingray. Yeah. So they have their fight. You got that great bloody knuckles callback to the the fight in Karate yes. Kid 3 or the training in Karate Kid 3 where yeah. Terry made his knuckles bleed. Great imagery. It's an excellent moment in the story because Daniel's not his best this episode. He kind of smells. Right. He hasn't showered. He's just wandering around the house Drunk. drinking in the morning. Yeah. yeah. He's fucking- He's um, flashing back to when this happened in 3 and what he did to yeah. him in 3. He's not mentally there. Do I got to so. tell you though, when the two of them are fighting like- Terry Silver is 60 years old in real life, and he looks every bit 60 years old yes. in his movements. His movements are chunky and clunky. <laughs> chunky and clunky. And what's funny about this is that in real life, Daniel is the same exact age as him, pretty much. Yeah. And Daniel doesn't feel as kind of, you know, clunky as this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he feels like he's a little more fluid. It's all that olive oil in his veins. <laughs> you know, keeps you, keeps you fresh. Yeah. <laughs> it's so clear that Daniel wins by his virtues. He, he wins by thinking about it and having a plan, or at least knowing how to use all parts of his body and mind to navigate this sort of conflict and here he's just not communicating with himself you know what right. i disagree uh there's one part of his body he hasn't used what is that his dick <laughs> 
I feel like we should just, anytime we curse now, just cover it up with a Louise bark. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> shut up, Louise. If you hear a dog barking in the background that we're not able to cut out or edit out, it's because my dog Louise is being, she's being a little Terry Silver right now is what she's being. Yeah. Well, also, she talks basically. back. Yeah. And we're left at the end with with some huge revelations. <laughs> Oh, you bitch! I just want to—I'm going to strangle you. Are you going to bark all day? And we're left with some huge revelations at the end, namely Scott Crease gives that mysterious note to Tori, who gives it to Daniel. She's working behind the scenes to show that Crease did not actually beat up Stingray and right. to try to exonerate him and get him out of prison. Exactly. Essentially. That's huge. The fact that Johnny That's is- the return of John. We haven't seen John Kreese until this right. point. And we kind of understand Tori's saying with Cobra Kai, right? right. Because we've seen that she was like, whoa, she's, I am she's not con- okay with and she's cheating. conflicted right. in a big way. And so. so you're kind of confused why she's even there. Even we see that played out in the water park episode right. as well with Robbie. And, and Robbie like, just oh. breaks up with her. Robbie just breaks up with her. He's like, well, I can't be with you if you're going to be with a, a Cobra Kai. Yeah. And that's, you've before, seen what they and that's are. before he even knows about the cheating or right. anything. So. right. And now, and we're getting to the part of the season, which, you know, we're, we're kind of dying for in every season, and that's Daniel and Johnny to work together. Yes. And you had a great they, buddy cop episode last yeah, season. But, you know, there's always a monkey wrench thrown into it. Daniel's pride, Johnny's stupidity, something right. ruins it in some way. Right. And you like it when they can kid about the past and show that they've kind of yes. moved on. You like it. So now we're there. We have that now. Thanks for the banquet. And, um, and the perspective. That's what I'm here for. And then we get to episode six, which I'm calling What Will Daniel Do? It's his crisis episode. His Jesus parable episode. Yeah, if you will, if you will. His Uh, Batman after Bane episode. (laughs) I guess so, I guess so. You got five months, Daniel, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) The episode begins with Silver's mentor, Kim Young's son's evil granddaughter rolling into town. <laughs> yeah. Accompanied by uh, some Kill Bill music in the background. But, like, seriously, like, the one guy's an anime character for sure. This is super. This He's is got like an eye patch and yeah. like that, impossibly I, pointy hair. That eye patch guy was just kind of hovering in the background of so many scenes. You're like, can somebody explain the eye patch to <laughs> right. me? Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like when you see the cutscenes of video games and your your custom character is in there too. <laughs> so yeah, she brings along the most evil senseis the world has ever known. I mean, they're pure evil. I mean, Chosen kicked the shit out of the local senseis that Silver found yeah. with no problems. These guys are a little harder to beat. Yeah. All right? It's a very anti-bi-American uh, <laughs> message here. They, he, he bought oh, Americans. They got, yeah. Oh, buy Americans. They got their right. fucking asses kicked. You're, now he's got to right. outsource. You're right. They're the Toyotas <laughs> of the, you know. You've heard it here Can't first. kill them. Phil is a buy american <laughs> 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 It took me a second to get that. <laughs> That's good. Phil's a buy american <laughs> He's afraid of American. All right, so yeah, Daniel's crisis. That's not bisexual. No, wait. (laughs) Daniel's crisis is going on, and again, his crisis, as we said before, Scott, is because for him, it's black or white or nothing at all. This is again, it's, it's. I feel like it's pretty typical, but it's the like Daniel despairs episode, yeah. right? Like where he has to be disillusioned with what he's doing because right. he got his ass right. whooped. It's nothing at all to him. He, he yeah. So he's like, if I can't come at these guys as a shining knight on the mountaintop, I don't want to come at them at all. Well, that's what I love is like you know everyone else is sitting around a table, like trying to figure out what to fucking do, and yeah. he, he literally says, and it was it's so stupid, but he's like. 
it's not our job to fight the monsters of the world. And he puts on his sunglasses, and for some reason, I'm like, not anymore, because I'm blind now. <laughs> but he just like looks so not cool when he puts the glasses on. Like He's got a kind of a tiny head. He, he's not cool. When he's next to Terry Silver, good Lord. I well. mean... Again, Terry Silver looks like a fucking man. But again, a good reminder that in the third movie, uh, he was already 27. Yeah. So he was already yeah. adult-sized. Like, wife named so, of course, he's not any bigger. <laughs> he had a wife named Phyllis at the time. And that Wait, was funny why? because that's like an old man's wife's name, yes. Phyllis. Well, that's my dad's mom, dad's wife's name. You mean, you mean your My mom? mother's name. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. We're related in no other way. <laughs> hey, there we are. Hello. We're on. I am Ralph Macchio. This is my lovely wife, Phyllis Macchio. Hi there, everyone. For the new book, the first book, there's my dog barking in the Ugh, background. Sorry about that. Uh, waxing on the Karate Kid and me. There's a strange Jewish angle that pops up. Yes. Oh, it's Silver it's buys a, a local dojo and, and it's run by Sensei Rosenthal. Yeah. And Sensei Rosenthal actually says, well, that's not the deal we made at the Shabbat services. <laughs> what? Yeah. So he's like pretending to be Jewish to get in cool with the local. Now, I think Terry that's Silver is Jewish. Silver is a Jewish name. Yeah. Ron Silver? Yeah. He says, Shalom, Sensei, just rubs it in as the Sensei walks out of his old dojo. Yeah. Terry's not even letting him teach it anymore. That don't mean shit to me. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm religious, but that don't mean shit to me. (laughs) I have no connection to you as my Jewish brethren. Shabbat Shalom, bitch. Daniel's wife brings Daniel to Miyagi's old room over at the dojo. Yeah. And he's like, You know, I don't go in there. And I'm saying to myself, that room's been there the entire time, right? Yeah, and no, it's just not, not been seen. It's it's uh, called a uh, it's a convenience room exactly. where they open it up and there's more plot. It's like a time capsule in here. What are you a fucking serial killer? You never went back into the room <laughs> after he died. Well, Do some dusting. Or never wax go back on, inside wax off, there. maybe sweep. Yeah, yeah, really, things. really, when your entire philosophy is based on chores, paint the fence inside. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's fucking hieroglyphs of like picture of a house side to oh, side, well, that's and the, like all written. No, out. but that's dude. That's the picture that he left for Daniel when Daniel did the house. Remember, he went fishing and he left Daniel the picture that said "paint the house" and oh. it drew the hands. It's exactly the same picture. It's a throwback. Oh, see, yeah. I thought they were revealing to us that uh, Mr. Miyagi uh, was illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> or that he was Egyptian. No. Instead, it turns out that he had no faith that Daniel wasn't illiterate right. when he fucking yeah. made that picture and was like, do like, you know how to paint a house? He's racist against an Italian. <laughs> Up and down. Oh, my God. He just God. kept adding A's at the end of every sentence <laughs> for Daniel. <laughs> you were painted at a house. Side at the side. Oh, and while that's going on, you got Tori that connects with another um, character that's returning from last season, Devin, the character of Devin. It was on Eagle Fang last yes. year. And there's an interesting connection there. And I'm a little bit disappointed with her character in this season. I think it's a perfect way to show what Daniel quitting means. She goes off, joins some other random ass dojo because she right. wants to continue. It gets bought out the, by the, Cobra yeah, Kai. Yeah, the Jew dojo. Right. Inaction yeah. causes yeah. this to happen because you sure. weren't there to stop Cobra Kai. Right. And you lost one of your best fighters. You lost a great new character over there, you know? And it's like, well, we have to do something. And I'm like, but why? And that'd be a great answer of why. 
they don't connect it to the main story enough. It's sort of just sort of a side it's plot for on. Tori. Yeah, they don't of. use her in any in that kind of a serious way. But it gets to a point where you're like, I can only be invested in so many characters in one Right, show. but I mean, he makes a point to say, like, when he's in despair in the last episode, yeah. that, that, you know, I've made these kids' lives actively worse. Yeah. And here's a great example of where he didn't. By not doing anything, her life became worse. Yeah. She's going to Cobra That's Kai. That's and. I, I just think it was a missed opportunity to yes. so because you're showing her having to go to Cobra Kai for the yes. whole season. Yeah. Good yeah. point, especially since so many characters are leaving Cobra Kai. Please, I didn't hit you that hard. That was a fabulous kick, Devin. But remember, we're all friends here, so watch that aggression, okay? Thank you, Sensei Rosenthal. Episode seven, a pretty weak episode. Not much with that episode seven. I just wrote a bunch of idiots train. I'm not sure if this is a joke on my end or a line from the episode, so I'll just put it out there and then you tell me. All right. I want a top guy, not one of your greasy cousins. Wow. Is that wow. from the episode? Yes, it is. And yes. Yes, okay. it is. Okay, good. I remember it, it, it was almost as if I relived a trauma but when you said that line. It? Who's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do remember the line, but I'm not. I'm trying to remember. I can who taste says my it. mama's pasta sauce in my mouth. Oh, oh, my mother's sauce. Oh, my mother's sauce. That still oh, echoes in my head. Oh, it's like uh, gravy. We used to call oh. it. Oh, <laughs> oh, and the bread. <laughs> the bread. What's the bunny mother morning? Bon, eh? Yeah. This is the egg episode. The egg. So the training on in the and the Miyagi Do is this whole egg scenario yes. chosen. Yes, right. Like the whole episode is about these eggs and. I feel like it goes the same with any sitcom of the episode of like you show you can take care of a baby yeah, by yeah. taking care of an egg. I wrote that like, too. Like, yes, yeah. Everyone like, had that assignment, either in childcare class or, or there's the classic thing like in physics where science we had to, project thing you have to do. And of, you have to bundle the egg up and throw exactly. it off the building. Right, but we a Japanese it. assassin wasn't hunting you throughout the high school. <laughs> At, well, yes, that is the distinction. But <laughs> sure, <laughs> right. Kind of a, a humorous uh, thing of like, how many different ways could you fuck this up, basically? It's funny. Um, and, you know, it's it's more humorous for Chosen. He gets to be kind of like yeah. funny. And this Again, his comedy mm, relief kind anger of thing that kind he's of, doing. Yeah, he yeah. does it in a very violent way, though. That's very funny. Like, right. He's <laughs> like, I'll stab somebody. I do You're enjoy like, no, that. No, no, Maybe no, don't, don't throw mean, a throwing a star at yeah. the kid with the egg. It, it was very close to him. Which by today's standards, man, he is just, you know. Show me you're rich, but not right, tell me right. you're rich. You know, he's yeah. just throwing eggs around like Jeez. it's... Well, you know, it's... Waste not want. You know how expensive they fucking are right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I it's... I have high. an idea. The media has informed me that the prices are <laughs> higher than normal, so... A, a terribly written line here. Um, when they're... Uh, they've all failed with the egg. They're going the second time, and, you know, Daniel's son uh, gets the bright idea... He's, he says, what if we weren't just a bunch of ones? What if we were, uh, and then Sam goes, together. And he's like, right. <laughs> what? 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 Who yeah, stumbles on together? Who can't come up with the word together? What if together? we weren't just a bunch of ones? What if we were, <laughs> I don't know, some number higher than one? What and if we weren't just one egg? What if we were the, a dozen? Yes, you've yeah. just written a better line. But the yeah. whole, the point is, there's no reason for him to have said together. It has nothing to do with a bunch of ones. Yeah. Like, that doesn't sound like what the word she's searching for would be. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I was going to say it. <laughs> God damn it, Sam. Also, you kind of need somebody to say, Shut up, Sam, sometimes. And yes, he fits all that. The time. He yeah, could all fit the time. that. You're right. 
You're As right. it stands, he I feel like oh. he's given the lines that they throw that they cut from Dimitri. Like he's yes. he's sub Dimitri. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Uh, yeah, Dimitri but doesn't do much. Dimitri this does season. does play that uh, part a lot too, is in the dialogue to be like, but what if we did? It? Yeah, it's a good idea, Dimitri. Shut up. <laughs> we're, we're moving on. We just need a third person to fucking, say anything. You fucking giraffe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He is giraffe-esque. Are they putting you through a taffy machine between seasons? <laughs> What's happening? He's a lot taller than he was when he started. They liked me when He's... I was gawky. This season, they said, be really gawky. I had, I had knees it. added in. <laughs> Extra knees. You really shouldn't make fun of someone's physical appearance. Oh, is that so? The yeah. training at Cobra Kai, I wrote, is just two idiots kind of bumbling around when they're like, you be the leader. Da, da, da. We got to hit this. It's just kind of stupid. Yeah, what the fuck was that? You know. how, how does that work where you go... All right, hit him from the right. He can hear yeah, you. Yes. Really? If you're telling someone to go to the fucking right, he knows you're attacking from the right. Right. And if there's two of you, generally you're going to assume you're going to attack from either <laughs> I side. Know. I know. Left or right. Stop taking turns. It was just Stop it, taking turns and attack a, at the same exact time. It's a terrible plot device to make Kenny the new yeah, Cobra Kai. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying about Kenny. He's the not the fact that he has to take it from Kyler, yeah, Kyler who's really who's been terrible since episode one. Never good. Just yeah, he's supposed to be a douche. And yeah, he is. A, it's he well, is. great. He he's does a great he's, job. He's terrific at his job. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The actor playing no, Kyler yeah. is excellent. Ex exactly. No, Kyler the sucks. Actor. While that's happening, Tori and Devin are becoming closer. There's obviously some kind of connection and mentorship that's going on. Yes. And I think it's funny because you get this moment. She's like, all right, if we do this, you have to listen to me. And she's like, that's what I've been trying to do since I got here. No, you have not. <laughs> exactly. You absolutely have not. You've literally told her to go away and then you could do it on your own. You want no part of her. Right. And yeah. now you're like, come on, Tori. I've been trying to listen to you the whole time. Yeah. yeah you're I taking... don't understand women. I don't understand <laughs> women. Well, and I don't think the writers of the show do either. No. Too, well, Devin's been failed <laughs> on multiple fronts, clearly. Can you get me one of those branded partnerships? Don't put yourself through college with one of those. I never even thought about college before. We're gonna make a fortune. I don't think we're gonna be paid. We're gonna be insta famous. I don't think we're. And so the episode ends with the whole thing with Crease, where, you know, Johnny and Daniel scam Crease out of the secret information about Terry Silver. The Seikai Teikai. That's right, <laughs> That's the Phil. Seikai Teikai. Seikai Teikai. That's is that, right. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes. Oh. The Seikai giveth and the Seikai takeith oh. away. They show the Korean flashback of... Why is the flashback Korean? Because it took place in Korea. <laughs> right? Doesn't necessarily make the flashback Korean. Uh, they show the flashback of of, of young Crease uh, and young Terry Silver. There's a Puerto Rican flashback to Korea. They, listen. <laughs> they say they're in Korea. I, I know. All right. I know. Think of it. 1980, Korea. <laughs> showing two actors that are clearly not these two actors. And this is only five years before the yes. incidents that occurred in Karate Kid. Age them up or I don't know. Do some get more. Different actors, bridge actors. And honestly, right. I can't stand the young actor for uh, Silver. Terry Silver. He's awful. The, the fake out guy was so much better. Right. Yes. When I did the fake out seasons ago and I was like, oh, I wanted him exactly to be right. Silver. I yeah. hate this guy. I like the I like the John Kreese, but again, I, too just, young. Well, because it's his real son. Is his real son played the bully who beat him up? Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. It's yeah. not his real son. It's the fake out. It's another. <laughs> it's a fake. It's yeah. fake it out. They make swerve. you think it's going to be That's him. Right. That's like, right. Ah. I, I was so faked out. I 
forgot how it really yeah. was. Yeah. You, missed, <laughs> you uh, Mandela effect. Yeah, I guess I did. Um, I love, there's a terrible line, though, in the scene um, when he's about like... About Mandela? <laughs> yes, yeah. Where he's one like, of them free quotes Mandela. Mandela. In, in the, in the, in the, in the <laughs> franchise, he died in prison. <laughs> well, it was the 80s. <laughs> in this universe, Mandela died. He wasn't, he would never become when the president. I heard Mandela's neck snap with my own hands. <laughs> Jesus, John. In, in this universe, Sari <laughs> Silver killed Mandela. I had to do it. I had to do it. it he was going to tell people about the toxic waste yeah, I wanted to dump my waste in Get Johannesburg. He wouldn't let me dump it there. Kill Mandela. Get it done. <laughs> he's, uh, he, but the terrible line in the scene, he's talking about uh, Johnny. And he's like, I got this new student. I tell you, yeah. he's going to be a great. Why he, He's even got the same name as me. You're like, what? Why the fuck is that necessary to just clue yeah. us in? The way that I read it was he refers to the, him having the same name because he feels a, a kinship, a father-son kinship to him. But again, yeah. you're like, your best friend is offering you like a global business and you're like, let me tell you about this 11-year-old that just joined the dojo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Boy, he's he really tight body. my socks off. <laughs> I mean, he's great. He is the chosen one. You must see it. The big secret is that, uh, you know, uh, Terry Silver wants to get involved in the Taikai, Saikai, or whatever the fuck it is. The Tekken tournament. <laughs> now you're coming close. <laughs> I think it is. And like, and of course, the Cobra Kai swerve is they don't give him a lawyer's name. They're like, no mercy. Ah, they fuck him over. Yeah. With you yeah. fucking piece of shit. I hope you die no in No mercy, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, Johnny is like, I'd never want the world to remember you ever existed. Like, his yeah. hatred is deep now. I hope you have to suck a lot of dick in prison. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus. Does he say that? I mean, no. no. <laughs> you should have said that. I know. It's what we were all thinking. The impersonation was uncanny. It's so what it we sounded. were all thinking, though, you know. Yeah, yeah. Suck a dick. Oh, <laughs> that was Daniel, obviously. <laughs> Suck two of them. Here's another one. It's mine. I put it on the table. You should be thanking me. Episode eight should be entitled Dojo Showdown for an honor that no one cares about. And of <laughs> course, it's the two dojos fighting it out for the officials of the, the Taikai tournament. So, so they're they're each showing their their karate <laughs> shit. <laughs> Daniel, so they're each showing their karate. <laughs> Daniel shit. mentions the make. <laughs> <laughs> I call this a kick. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? By the way, how do Daniel and uh, and company know that those officials are are even going to the Cobra Kai dojo? They just kind of show up there. How do they even know that's happening? It's because yeah. they're real fucking nosy. And he tells Terry Silver he's gonna. Shove that ponytail up his ass. Yeah, he does. It makes that. him look like a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd feel embarrassed saying to the head of the the Taikai or whatever, like you know, we combine two different styles, and they're like, "Oh, I never thought of that before." Two yeah. different styles of karate. Again, offense and defense. <laughs> yes, those aren't styles. No, they're essential elements of yeah. any competitive sport. Like what really. we do is we both block and punch here. Yeah. I punch what? and kick. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he says it with a straight face. Yeah. And the guy's like, okay. And the reason the guy's okay, and this is one of my favorite parts of all of them, was the Rocky Four reference. Yeah. Okay? And, and what's great about it is Rocky has just an indelible connection to the Karate Kid films because all three Karate Kids were directed by John G. Avildsen, who was also the uh, director of the Academy Award winning film Rocky. 
Right, so right. And it's look, it's it's an underdog story. They're they're connected. It's the same kind of a movie, really. I'm not sure that that giving Rocky credit for ending the Cold War makes a lot of <laughs> right. sense. Yeah, you yeah. know, honestly. I think that's what got them in. Does the Drago yell? Yeah. yeah. Everything. And also, it shows Rocky IV in that there's a the difference between like the people that are technologically advanced the way the Russian was with the steroids and the machines, yeah. like Cobra yeah, yeah. Kai. And, you know... It's ridiculous. And Rocky just running around and lifting, you know, wood. And these guys are like kicking watermelons. It's a similar <laughs> kind that, of a that, setup. That technology... You don't have your both technology. Both are stupid in their own right. Like you're yes. kicking a fucking watermelon. That's, you know, I don't need to explain that. But then the, the high tech one where they show it's like this little like red stick figure. And like, it's like, oh, it was only 96% powder. You next time do it better and, and have more power. <laughs> yeah, that, that ought to do it. You strawberry hit a home run. Okay, Skip. So yeah, they decide to have the other showdown, the big fight scene to see who's going to represent each group. Yeah, they took a male and female. Male and female. Yeah. You know, they have to now fight it out, which is pretty cool altogether. They choose Hawk, which is pretty fair. Yeah. He's the champion. Probably should have gone with Robbie. He seems to be the best male karate fighter, even better than Miguel sometimes. Miguel a little more fluid, but Robbie... Is a is a rock hard? I think. What? Whoa! Hey, I think take I it easy. As soon as I started saying that, I realized that <laughs> I shouldn't have. Used that what attitude. I should have said was nothing at all. <laughs> but Kenny is the best fighter of Cobra Kai. Uh, really, of all those big kids, Kenny is the best he, fighter. He's the most known character. Well, yeah, that we know. Yeah, yeah of yeah, course. But it makes no sense, right? I mean, and that's the thing is, it's interestingly a big leap of faith on Terry Silver's part, which Cobra Kai doesn't normally do. Right. And actually, it was kind of nice to have someone in his corner. I mean, the uh, you're, I mean, person, you're right. But, you know. You know, at least having some faith in him. It's almost like just the uh, the rub of Terry Silver gave him the power that he needed to be one of these main yeah. fighters, main well, characters. I mean, but that is a classic thing of Kenny. He's constantly looking for some sort of approval from yeah. somebody. Yeah, it's true. You know? It's true. Each side, I'm not going to get into the whole fight, okay? But each side has well, because a because it's nonsense. Because yeah, of Kenny injures. And uh, there's cheating. With, yeah. a, with a super punch, with a secret punch. Yeah. Which really, the judges give him no time to recover. They're like, oh, can't continue. Disqual- you know, disqualified. He, they were cheating. Right. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, it's really. But I'm surprised when, they they got, when he hurt his leg. More this... on them, like, give us a count or right. something. Oh, you got the wind knocked out of you. You're out. It's he over. wins. Yeah. What? Like, I love the, like, for impartiality, we have. Hired a local. Uh, <laughs> like, how is that going to be impartial? Like, it's one thing if you brought your own referee, and we're like, they're obviously going to be impartial because they're our guy. But right. you're like, no, we hired a local that either of you could possibly no. know in some yeah. small way. Right. So of course it will be impartial. Are you out of your fucking mind? Like, I, uh, but Silver's operating a deep, you know, karate judge bribery ring that just his his right. fingers yeah. are deep. Bribing judges left and right. Looking at her, looking at Terry right. Silver. If you're being bribed by somebody, maybe it's best not to constantly look at them during the time in which yes. you're cheating for them. Yes. I mean, constantly is looking over. Was that good, boss? I know. Did I do it right, boss? Like, it kind of looks at him like, well, what am I going to do about that one? I mean, Stop that one. It. And no one seems to notice her. Why would he be looking at Terry Silver after right. every single fucking move, right. every decision he makes? And wouldn't the Takai guys know the obvious cheating that's going on? They would also see it. They'd be like, why yes. didn't you award a point there? Yes. That, they wasn't, wasn't out of bounds. Like, it would be, it was obvious right. to them, that whole bribery thing. But they was, hired a local, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the guy running a scoreboard up there says he was out. And he's way up there in the mezzanine. 
And then it ends with that big drinking party where they should have been doing that in every scene. Kids that age are going to parties and getting bombed. Sam sees Miguel hooking up with some girl, and then she's, she's mad about it. And then yeah. runs out, and she sees Tori. You almost feel bad for her for a second. It's like, Jesus Christ, you know. Like, mm-hmm. Can't catch a break? Seriously. And fucking the girl that plays Tori, as always, looks just hot as shit. She's super hot today. Oh, she's she is unreasonably something. hot. Woo, I tell yes, you. But it's also great to she see. She looks pouty and angry all the time. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Tell me what a piece of shit. I, I love the growth yeah, of Tori yeah, because in the beginning up. she was what? just she was just a murder machine. <laughs> yeah. And now she was the Terminatrix. <laughs> yeah, basically. And yeah. now she's got. A backbone. Yeah, you and got the sick mom at home that was kind of fleshed out over the last couple of seasons. Yes. She's, you know, juvenile delinquent, this kind of thing. She's, she's In reality, she's probably close to 30 years old. I mean, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Like, these kids, I'm glad, I'm not, not necessarily that I'm glad, but like it makes sense that this show is ending after next season because you can't justify that they're kids anymore. Right. To me. I mean, obviously, they're going to build up to the salami luncheon, so I mean, what else are we going to go <laughs> beyond that? Right. The salami luncheon. Yeah, the turkey lurkey. What are you talking about? <laughs> are you using a euphemism that I don't understand? The Takai cream pie. Don't be so vulgar, Phil. Oh, this is another the one. The smart aleck turnkey. <laughs> is this still the name of the tournament? Yes. Okay. I like that it's going over your head now. It That's is becoming sometimes. the fun of it. Because <laughs> you say it right in the middle. It doesn't even sound like the thing anymore. You're just saying words. I'm like, what are you fucking saying? The Silly uh, Tournament. Episode nine. <laughs> I think this is my favorite episode of the season. I had the tiger is what I'm calling it. It yes. starts with the girl fight where we left off in the last episode. They're about to fight in the alley. And, you know, Miguel and Robbie look at each other like, bitches, yo. <laughs> you know you how it be. It's you an evolution. Like, you know. You know? Women be shopping. <laughs> what? That's true. Women do shop. Silver stucks Johnny to the hospital where he's getting his sonogram. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that just struck me as... We need one more scene of Silver being a fucking prick to yeah. someone. But also, he did kick Johnny's ass last season. Yeah. And that has not been... Rectified. I just happened to be here for a colonoscopy, and I thought I'd. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Isn't this a coincidence? Just uh, checking out the old poop shoot (laughs) with the doc here, and uh, just dumping the old chemicals in Borneo. (laughs) If you'd get my drift. (laughs) Then we get back to the. I uh, was hating chemo. That's what I mean. (laughs) Oh God! I've told no one. It's colon. Yeah, I've got fuck face itis. What? (laughs) Then we. I've got second taki, second naki. It's a tournament in my ass. <laughs> it's a tournament in my ass, and everyone's invited. <laughs> what? We, we done, guys? <laughs> and that's all, everything I have for episode nine. <laughs> so savor every moment before it's gone. They, you know, they're going to go solve the whole case by going to uh, Stingray's place. You know, to make him admit what happened. Yes. The whole gang goes over there. He's playing dungeons and dojos. I thought that he was going to get disappeared by Terry. Terry doesn't fucking care because he plays D&D. He doesn't want to fucking hang out with him. No one yeah. does. No one does. Also, yeah. D&D, really well, fun. We have yet to... Like he should have taken a 10-sided die and roll a saving throw against his uh, armor class. Yeah. I mean, he should. Oh, ninja power sword. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you you get haste with it <laughs> because there's no weight restrictions. Haste plus one, plus two. It all depends upon what level you're at, Phil. You guys are dorks. But his whole Dungeons and Dragons confession to what he did using the D&D figures and everything with the sad music underneath. Come on, am I supposed to take that seriously? No. He almost killed the monk. He could have killed him. The monk's just scared. I'm sorry. Thanks for nothing. They show up at the bar. Chosen is with them. 
He brings his size underneath his jacket. You can't go into the bar with those weapons, sir. Kind of like Raphael in Ninja Turtles. He wears that big trench coat, and he's got yeah. size. Yeah. We find out he's pining for Kumiko. We find out he drinks Long Island iced teas. We're learning a lot about Chosen. He's really yeah. a comedic character now at this point. He's got a great line later where he's like, maybe I should have had a short island iced tea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Chosen. But also, I fucking love when he hangs out with Johnny. The three of them together as... You know, now companions is yeah. is just such a breath of fresh air, and that's why I love it. And I love that will. he's he's reminiscing about the events of the Karate Kid too. Chosen when he drunk dials Kumiko, he's like, "I should have taken you with me." That's a direct reference to the second Karate Kid when Daniel and Chosen are all kind of reli- reliving that. It's like the middle of a story, and that's what it is. <laughs> the weights broke. <laughs> it's like, oh, you mean that time you tried to rob impoverished people? That was so funny, Chosen. The weights just broke. Five people died that night because they had nothing to eat because of your scam. It's not funny what you did. He's like, the weights, they broke. <laughs> they all died. They died that night. Uh, not one of my smarter plans. <laughs> I guess that brings us to episode 10, the final episode. I'm calling it Protect the Egg. Trying to... Uh, a little callback. It begins with um, Crease and his experience in jail. Brutal stabbing with a uh, song My Way playing in the background. But it's not really my way. What is it? It's my way, but it's not done by anyone. You listen to the vocals. It's the karaoke track of my way, and then somebody being like, uh, now, this thing, and then another thing. <laughs> You're telling me the lyrics aren't even proper? My life and something. Yeah, it's just, if you listen to that to when any of my way. was 17. The guy is completely confused. It's like, and then I went there, and... And then another thing in my way. Like, I don't think he says my way. <laughs> he does at the end. It builds to that. It was my way. I did it my, my, my way. But, it's not uh, Sinatra. Crease is stabbed, and we think he's stabbed to death. I had to, I wrote Swerve next to it immediately. He does a little Hannibal Lecter, actually. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Swerves, you got... <laughs> It is a little Hannibal Lecter. Right. And he doesn't deserve to be Hannibal Lecter. He's no. a 78 year old. They visit man. him in prison to get yeah. advice, and then he breaks out in a in kind of fake, like, bloody fashion. You think you can dissect me with this blunt little tool? You look like a rube. A well scrubbed, hustling rube with a little taste. Good nutrition's giving you some length of bone, but you're not more than one generation from poor white trash. So we find out that it's a swerve, that it's not silver that has kidnapped them. It's an angry Barnes. Yes. He pops back again and, you know, for his come up and wild Bronco. I thought he was great guy, you know, coming in, just grabbing at him and being like, he's like beefy dude. Isn't he on like drugs? He's got, he's on on drugs. They say he's on drugs. The guys are all drunk. Meanwhile, the kids are all going after the video cameras. They realize now they can get the videotaped evidence of, um, Fucking Stingray getting beaten up by Silver and not by Crease. So that's their whole deal. We got to. So right. they're also striking first. They're, you know, being proactive, which I I was surprised. Like, that this is where both of these sides would go. Well, again, they've been uh, so reactive to this point as to what Silver and before that Crease was doing to them. The fact that they're kind of taking a stand. I don't know. It went with the season. I liked it. It, it, it felt like 
the season needed an end, like a, a climax of some sort. Well, I mean, to they get needed to. tears of action, and it, yeah, we have that. We have it's like a, the end of a fuck a Star War. Even you have the ground battle, you have the space battle, then you have the, the, right. the more yeah. personal battle. Like, yeah, you're right. But but it's it's sort of it is sort of forced because, and I think it's because this is my big criticism of the season. It's uh, it's a little too much season three, not enough season four for me. Hmm. So in the way that season three was building us up to the All Valley, and then we never got there. Yeah. Right. And so there was yeah. sort of a created, I believe that that was the house attack that they came to the uh -huh. house and they kicked everyone's ass. Exactly. Sort of a forced conflict, basically. Tonight, we cut off head of snake. <laughs> John, Johnny, listen, we're all drunk. And judging by the size of his pupils, Barnes is on something even stronger. Okay. This is a terrible idea. Yeah, it is. So all the senseis get to Silver's house. They break in, mind you. All right. They get there, the you know, our guys get there, and all of a sudden, the other evil senseis just kind of come from, like, another room. And up until that point, it's, it seems like like Silver and this girl were just kind of having a private conversation and, like, talking. Like, not that she brought all the guys and they were, whatever, watching TV in the, in the, in <laughs> right. the room behind them. Yeah. Some of these guys, like, emerge out of nowhere, and you're like, well, where the fuck did these guys <laughs> yeah. come from? What? They're just <laughs> waiting for this to happen? Yeah, you know. kind of remind me of the end of Mortal Kombat, where like the the soldiers come alive from like yeah. <laughs> out of the walls and shit, and like what the where did that guy come from? Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna go have a drink with Silver. You guys, just, you know, watch TV, just hang out in the other. There's room. There's a bunch yeah. of swords in that room. You could look yeah. at them. It's not like they're gonna talk to each other. They obviously don't talk. They don't. They I've don't know how them ever speak a word. Any of them. I think maybe the black guy says something once. Um, I think it's like a stop or something, and then he yeah. gets like kicked in the You're head. Right. Um, and he's like, that's what you get for talking. Oh, You're not allowed to have lines. When, how is Johnny holding his own against all these evil senseis? When in one of the earlier episodes, Chosen says, like, look, it took two of us to take down one of these evil senseis. Beer muscles, baby. Yeah. yeah. And he's fucking kicking the shit out of everyone. He's fighting like eight guys at one time. As he says at one point, he says, you think you can hurt me? I'm running on whiskey and White Claw. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I love that he wants White Claw at the bar. He's like, well, White Claw sounds badass. Give me one. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, but it's a classic thing that Johnny, if he knew what it was, would totally make right. fun of. Of course. And yeah. he did. But they're delicious and refreshing, aren't they, guys? A wave of pure refreshment, like nothing you've ever tasted before. White Claw Hard Seltzer. While that's happening, Stingray rolls in and picks up Daniel with his wife and uh, Maria, right? And Maria. Um, and we get Stingray. Carmen. Carmen. Wait. Phil, you racist. There's a Maria in there. So Carmen, Daniel's wife. and Daniel's Sting wife's name is Amanda, by the way, guys. <laughs> they roll up in Stingray's car, and he gives us the Terminator 2 line, come yeah. with me if you want to live. Mr. LaRusso, come with me if you want to live. What? While that's happening, Chosen and Terry Silver are fighting to the death. They're fighting to the death. At Silver's house, you got fire and water imagery. Real fucking in the scene. nervous. I was nervous. I was real nervous when this was happening. I thought Chosen was going to die at the end of this scene. Hmm. I, I really did. Um, you had a fire and water imagery. So he comes thing. in looking like John McClane. Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> but he went down because he showed mercy. He had Terry down, and he showed mercy—the very thing he was taught by fucking Daniel. Right. Right. I mean, that goes against his initial instinct. So that was a pretty cool moment. But then he gets slashed, dude. You're going to get to a point where it's going to be like, 
The next thing is murder somebody, That's what I'm and saying. they're not going to do it. I'm glad you said that because we talked about it like in, in right. an earlier breakdown. I think Scott Silver says to the bad senseis, he gives him the old finish him, which is yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. from the first movie, from Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and I guess Mortal Kombat too, yeah, but yeah. from the first Karate no, yeah. Kid as well. I wanted the bad senseis to be like, like, look, you hired us to teach karate. You're asking us to commit a murder here. Fatality. We find out that penis breath. Is is a is a rogue, is a betrayer, is a quizzling. They are always uh, doing the fat wrote, kids at, dirty. At, at two penis breath. Honestly, I think he says it too, but like, what did you expect? You call me penis breath yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's you insult me. And look, every time he's trying to talk to a woman, they're like, hey, penis breath. Like, and he's like, thanks, guys. Why are you doing this to me? The fuck, man. Like, <laughs> right. You want to be a fucking virgin forever? Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck? I feel bad for him because the minute he defects, Cobra Kai loses. Exactly. Yeah. He did it for and, no reason. Yeah. If he had just decided not to do it, he wouldn't have that fucking... If you, you stuck know, it out and were like, hey, guys, can right. I have a talk with you? Right. Stop calling me penis breath. It's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. My name's Eugene. And they would have been like, oh, oh. I'm sorry, bro. Said like, he's like, I'm going to betray all my friends because they got a smoothie machine yeah, here. You're right. It's literally like the end of The Mist. Like, yeah. Yeah. He kills his child and then they're like, ah, oh, help's on the way. Like, just, oh. like, just you should have waited one minute. Man. Uh, really. You should have waited one minute. You just, you know, this, that's why I always procrastinate, you know? Yeah. Uh, so right. you get the very big giant full-scale fight between the two sides. Another it's big set cool. piece yeah. fight scene. Yeah. They got to get the video so you got that whole thing going on at the same time. Protect the egg. That's the egg. But there is one point, though, in this. You'll notice Hawk throws the iPad up, turns to himself, catches it, and then kicks a guy. And I'm like, there was no need <laughs> to throw that iPad in the air. Why the fuck would you yep. do that? And it's like, why don't you wait till you like post that on YouTube later? Why are you making that part of your plan? Like, it doesn't have to go on YouTube right now. The callback with the egg thing was pretty good, though. I like that callback yeah, to the training. Like yes. the egg. Yeah, yeah, like, together. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool. And then you get Devin turns, and it's very Star Wars again with the swelling music, and she turns to the good side, like mm -hmm. right there. She makes a change, like yeah. on the spot. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. Can we talk about how Daniel dispatched Terry? Because I've been waiting oh, yeah. years for that shit. Oh yeah, that's good. So satisfying. And with I, I gotta say, with cutting in that thing of the Terry Silver, the Quicksilver method, yes. was fucking phenomenal. Like can't walk, you can't fight, you can't breathe, you can't fight, can't fuck, can't fight. He Fantastic. learned. He learned from you. Yeah. He he learned. He remembers right. like that torment and trauma that he experienced as a teenager. He is using as an adult man to like against it. Well, it's a perfect it's like great. comeuppance. Yeah. You know? But real quick, I just want to mention we forgot to say that Johnny is inspired by the photo of his unborn child. And yes. it fucking kills all the guys, kicks their ass. One guy on got his fingers chopped off. Yeah. Johnny's fight choreography is always a little more dirty. It's a little more street yeah. fighty. Yeah. But in that scene particularly, it seems like fuck karate. It's uh, just, just like he's just brawling, swinging. Man. He's right. brawling with them, yep. you know? Tackles the one guy through a fucking table, yeah. takes yeah. him out, and then just keeps swinging around. It's when, great. when does Mike Barnes come back in? He like fucking clobbers yeah. one. Yeah. Comes in Mike at the Barnes end. also yeah. comes in at the end. They kind of knocked him out early in the mega fight. Fucking big. Yeah. Now, yeah. Barnes. He's like a Barnes can stick around, man. man. Like he can throw down. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Just sit here and take it like a bitch? I'm going to go over there and beat the living shit out of him. Yes. I like the way this guy thinks. Uh, I'm not sure what uh. turned the Cobra Kai kids, though. Was it the beating that. 
Terry took or the fact that he was exposed as a cheater? Because you'd think they would be okay with the cheating. He's kind of teaching the kids not to be necessarily honorable in the same way that Miyagi-Do is. So I guess maybe watching their leader just get his ass whipped. Daniel made him look like a little bitch. He did. Yeah, he he did. made him look did. like a stupid little bitch. He didn't know what he was talking about. Right. And I think that was the big thing is they were like, I have no respect for this guy anymore. Yeah, I think you're right. That. Was it just that or was it the fact that they were turned based upon, you know, the realization of what Cobra Kai is and was and... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was the, which thing made them turn? I thought that was a little murky, if you ask me. Agreed. I, yeah. I just felt like it could have been outlined a little bit better. Yeah. The whole dojo turns their back on Terry Silver. And yeah. They all throw their shirts on him, like, and they you go, know. Keep the shirt, you know, it's a memory. <laughs> you know, come on. So if if they all left, who is going to the Shuriken? John Kreese and his band of mercenaries. Well, look, it's, it's pretty weird. They're like, Terry Silver is going to spend some time in jail for a while for all he did. I could, He only really just perjured himself. He what could a, also countersue, breaking and entering theft. Yes. Beyond that, well, my, my question is like, there's no Cobra guy. There's no, yeah, all it's the done. students are right? gone. Everyone's gone. No one's going to the sedentary topiary festival. So like, what? <laughs> you're just looking for opportunities to just say that now. The thing is, I feel like they went to Terry Silver too quickly and didn't finish. They should have finished with Terry. Silver because he out creased him and now Terry Silver's gone and now Crease is out and now Crease is coming back and like it's like yeah, but Crease thought he was dead but now yeah. he's not and he's got a lab coat and some other yeah, guy's hey, dead kids. hey kids it's me hey, it's, I heard you that I was dead watch all the John Crease footage in that Cobra Kai episode attention to the lyrics to my way it's not my way there's yeah. so, it's like alternate universe dead nelson mandela my way i did it my 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 barnes at the end like robs a painting from silver's house and he's like they're like is that a rembrandt and he's like yeah, yeah i figured it'll cover the cost of my furniture store yeah you still broke in and stole it man right i mean you and your, your furniture it, store still burned down. Yeah. And you know what? If it's a Rembrandt, they, trade, they track those things pretty drugs. well. Like the art world knows where all the Rembrandts are. This is the are. valley. You can't just Finn. steal it. You know this what is, I mean? We're in the valley. Okay. He'll find a fence. Yeah, you might be right. Karate champions, they go on to businesses that are like service positions. Like Danny's got a, a car dealership. He's got a furniture store. <laughs> they don't go to college. They yeah. One day I sat on a chair and I was like, I'm going to make this my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's my prediction: is they're going to go to the tournament, and it's going to we're going to introduce a whole other bunch of characters. Miguel's dad is going to have a dojo. It's going to be in the same. <laughs> you think they'll bring back Miguel's oh. dad? He's going to be in the slick pickle. <laughs> It'll be just like a coincidence. Chris will be like, I, hope I met a guy during the war whose son was going to be a good businessman yeah. in Mexico one day. He's going to bankroll my, uh, you know. We both tag teamed his mom. <laughs> what are you going to do? Punch him in the face? Throw? You're going to maybe work the body a little? That's not going to help. No, no, it's not going <sighs> to help. I'll tell you why. It doesn't unbang your mom. I tell you, I still love these characters. I love the old ones, and the new ones, and I, I love this just combination of yeah. comedy and melodrama that they do. Yeah, could it have been stronger in some places? There were a couple of weak episodes, you know? But I feel like when you're managing that many characters and you have to give them proper screen time and, you know, be you know yeah. make us all aware of all the different relationships that have occurred over these years, sometimes things get blown through sort yes. of fast. 
and we don't get the development we need. It's like a soap opera. Oh, yeah, right. I'm I'm a little disappointed that my boys Dimitri and Hawk didn't really have too much going not on. Much they got going stupidly sidelined. I mean, not stupidly. I get it. There's so many characters to juggle. That's the thing, and it's it's hard. They but they all have a backstory with every other character. Yeah, they feel in like some way. yeah, they feel like Han Solo in Return of the Jedi. But they're still beloved What's, characters, right? right? Like yeah. they can dip, dip in whenever. Basically, they and come they're, in. They, they're there yeah. for the scheme. They're they, anyway. No, they're they're more like Lando in Return of the Jedi. We don't really have too much for you, but you're going to serve a function to the plot. Yeah. And so yeah. let's just cut to you every once in a while being funny. And I mean, and the, and the, and the television show has never fallen back, even with all these new characters no. and new relationships to, to forget about the nostalgia kick that it was from the beginning. <laughs> all I know is I am really looking forward to the Swahili tapioca festival. Okay. Did I get it wrong again? Damn it, no. Scott. It's the secular Tetris. All right, guys, we'll see you next season at the <laughs> Slytherin Turnpike Festival. We admired your unusual mix of styles and underdog spirit. Nevertheless, welcome to the Sekai Taikai. Well, that was it, my friends. That was this year's review of Cobra Kai. If we, if we can bitch only about one or two kind of weaker episodes right. in an entire season, it's still doing its, what it needs to do. Yeah. yeah. And if they had split up those two plots in that one episode with other decent plots, we would have never noticed it was a bad episode. It's yeah. just like, I think they're just too, like there's a, the B plot is not good be. either. You know? Right, right. Yeah. They kind of Hire two, us to write. Two of, the sillier, <laughs> right. two of the sillier things and put them together. Right. The water park. And they the, should just present us the scripts, have us say this before they make it. Save you a lot of time. Like Scott keeps, you know, misnaming the tournament in draft after draft of the script. So I had a final question here. What do you guys think the new dojo is going to be named? That's right. They kind of leave it up in the air, right? Yeah. Huh. It has to be one of the two. Right. Certainly isn't going to be. I don't thing. think it's going to be either of the two. You don't think it's going to be Miyagi-Do? I think they're going to come up with a new name. My first inclination, you said earlier, they're sort of the yin and the yang, right? Yeah. And I was like, yin, yang dojo like that would be okay but i was thinking as we were going how fitting would it be if it was the trilogy dojo oh you've got the three oh, of them yes. together now yeah and it's based on a trilogy right trilogy dojo the three yeah. amigos right dojo. well that's three little... amigos dojo be kind of i mean um phil why don't you play us out with a uh, a bit off the new organ i, I purchased for you Okay, here we go. All right, you better stop. Now. Thank you. All right, we are the Trilogy Podcast. As always, my name is Vin. My name is Scott. Joining us is Phil. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out yeah. on TikTok. We're on all those. Th oh, YouTube. We're on all those things, folks. Yes. Bringing you motherfucking content, just the way Daniel brings a bonsai tree to your mama's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The roots are strong. The trilogies continue. Yes. That's Phil, are you wearing thing. a singlet right now? Yes. Um. Oh fuck. I killed a man during high school. I did not mean to bring that back up. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no better way to punctuate that. Bit. <laughs> <laughs>